0: on the base. Transactional investment, Ben Ben We learned two days ago, and Daphne, if we saw the role of Kavona of, of intention and mindfulness in, in an action, even in something as transactional as a Kenyan, we learned in the Tesis that if you're being uh, from even from Hefka uh, you're acquiring property. That needs a stronger kinian and the strength of the Kinyan is determined by the fact that there's intentionality in the acquisition. But if the Kinyan was without intentionality, it might work for metaltanin, but it won't work for that for, um, for the you v. him said. Um, so we see that that, that without kavona, if an action is uh, like an action of mitasek, we've got that in Hichel Shabbos, often when you're doing an action... And and it's t- totally unintentional. It's not just unintentional. You're doing it without in, in a mindless way. The action is impaired. It's not the same quality of action. Uh, and certainly when it comes to a Kinyan like Hidushin, there has to be intentionality. If you try and be Mekaddish an issue without Kavona, it doesn't work. Without intention, that doesn't work. And so the, it, the, the surprise is when you open up the beginning of the new Perik, of the sixth Perik of of Yevomus, Perik Perik um, and the Mishnah starts If you, if a man is intimate with his yevamah and thereby is doing the kinyan yibum, but he's doing it unintentionally or, or intentionally, whether he's forced to, he doesn't want to, whether it, whether it's willing. Uh, whether uh, she does it willingly or not, or she, he does it willingly or not, no matter what, in all the cases, kana, it works. So this Yibum Kenyan, which is such a, a, an important Kinyan, seems to work with less requirements than some of the simplest transactions in, in, in Halofa, uh, which, which is strange. And yes, it's true that Yibum works on top of a zikah. In other words, the Torah has already attached the Yavama and the Yavam to some degree. Uh, and, we'll, and we'll see how strong that concept is. But what we're introduced to in the Mishnah is an understanding that the act of, of acquiring a Yavama is completely different. From any other action of investment or acquisition, especially that of a wife it 's a completely different category. Where does it come from? So, as usual, we go back to the Torah, so we get it in Pashas Kitete, the post we 've used already many times man dies without children. the wife shouldn 't go out into the uh, just into the market, here the strange wording which the Gomorrah works with, his, the yavama should have relations with her, thereby taking him her as his wife and be So these ideas that we've been learning in Yevamas, especially the ideas we're learning now in this Perek, are implied in the wording of the Posuk. Again, when we go through the Posuk and Shabbos and Shul, we just we read it. We don't notice what's what's in the words here. vo Aleha. The Yav, Yavam will have relations with her. It doesn't say he will marry her and then have relations with her. It says on the, on the contrary, he'll have relations and they take it uh, for him as a wife. The Gomorrah on tomorrow's daf. We'll say, where do we get this from? Where does the Mishnah get this from? The Because we learned, that statement of in the Possum is whether he does it mindfully or mindlessly or intentionally or without intention. It's from those words that we learn this radical din of the Mishnah. If you learn or you learn anything for that matter, with childlike innocence, you you notice the surprises and the shocks, and and when you read this mission, it's like, oh my goodness, what is going on? Where on earth do you find a Kenyan that can work, and and particular Kenyan of marriage that can work, no matter how little intentionality there is? How can that be? Rashi explains. Interesting. We've got to go to Soto to find to find the Rashi on this. The fact that the Yibum works with any form of beer, the lightest form of intimacy. We learn it from Yavama Yavo in It doesn't say the Yavam must marry her. That's what the Torah says. You know, so people can say it sounds primitive and so on, that he just, there's no. And we know that Midrabona, had we, we've discussed that a few days ago, that. that the Raboran wants us to do a Maimur first, they want us to for there to be a proposal and a conversation. And but but strictly speaking, Midoraisa, it's in the Posuk. the Torah says it. There's, you can argue with the Torah, you can say the Torah is primitive, but it's got nothing to do with the or anything else. The Torah says. Since it says, that is the issue. She becomes a wife, then there's nothing else to talk about. No rings, no suba, no, no, There's just, a, that's what it is. That, that's what the Torah tells us. It's in the posuk. And back on Daflamit Tess, we had a very strange uh, comment that we didn't spend a lot of time on, but it's fundamental to understanding the relationship of Yim, Yibun. Where the, oh uh, my the said, the, the posuk says, once again, based on the posuk. And what, he shall take it, once he's taken her, how does he take her in a sexual relationship? And what is the consequence? She's a wife in every way. She's now, for the difference is only how she becomes his wife. But once she is his wife, then she is his wife in every way. And the Gomorrah goes on to say, my timer, what is it that makes her so in, in, in every way? Um, and, and the Gomorrah has said that, that she remains attached to the previous husband in as much as her financial claim for Ksuba is on her late husband's property. It's not that the new husband inherits the late husband, she retains a right in the late husband's property. My time, This is a comment, we've had it in Torah, we've had it a few times, but and and back on Daflamites. But that's it's such a powerful comment, and now we begin to understand it. He wasn't Koine the wife. Hashem was Makneh the wife to him. That's where yibum and Kiddushin are so different. This idea, this is astonishing, that a man can be in a relationship, and and... If you're having dinner with him a few years later, and you say, how did you two meet? The answer is not, I did yibum." The answer is the I had nothing to do with it. This was a match made in heaven. And that's, that's literally, it's the only one which is really a match made in heaven. It's not just Bashir, it's completely designed and manufactured in heaven. The Rebbein Shalom created this relationship. He has nothing to do with it. He just has to implement. He just has to execute. He's an agent. And we'll see how far this idea goes. She explains, At no point did he say, I am placing a, giving you rights in my property as a, as a ksuba. He didn't do a ksuba, he didn't do any of that. So his property is free, he can sell his property. She, is not, she does not have a lien on his property, she has a lien on a late husband's property. That's how far it goes. The, the Mishnah the Melech um, has an interesting conversation, a, a discussion, a doubt, uh, which the Minchas Chinuch refers to, and that's if you need aidim. If this is Minash if Hashem made the shidduch and He's just acting on it, do you need witnesses at the yibum ceremony? Does there have to be some kind of evidence? Um, and the Rashbo in the Truva of Harashbo says very clearly. I don't agree that a Yavama needs witnesses even if it was just they had intimate relationships nobody noticed nobody saw nobody was aware he didn't say hare there in front of adim there was no witnesses says the it works Because this is not a Kenyan he's making. This is not as if he's acquiring something from scratch that you need witnesses for. You don't need witnesses. It's just a fact. All he has to do is turn the switch. But it's all been set up uh, beforehand. The Avne Nezer, we've talked about the Avne Nezer. So often I've given you an example of the Avne Nezer, the founder of the Sochachov Hasidus. He was a Talmud of the Kotzke Rebbe and the son-in-law of the Kotzke Rebbe. And I've given you this as an example. You know, people talk about the split between Hasidim and Bisnagdin and so on. The, the Gedolei HaHasidim were, were embraced by the Lomdim of the Litvish world, by the, the Litvish Yeshivish world were embraced. Those of the leading Hasidishalites elites whose Lomdus was untainted. I don't mean that in a negative word, but not, not in any way influenced by the Kabbalah. So the Kabbalah, and, and that's, the Nezer is one of them. The Avner Nezer, as he works through halachic issues, works through it only with halachic methodology. If he's giving a drosha on the parsha, he'll use Kabbalah. But in the, in the halokha, he'll use only haloha, halachic methodology. And that's why him and people like the Sfas Emes and the Chidusha Harim, these all Rebbe's, who wrote an astonishingly brilliant works on Shasa, and they're completely part of the Litvishi Yeshivish canon? And one of them is the Avnei Nezer, and he says very importantly, "Al lo, lo- so um, In he is not the kone, says the, the Avnei Nezer. Shari l'onit He doesn't need kavone. It's just a zerat hakosiv. If you have relationships with this woman, she is yours. That just happens automatically. It's not, you need to make her yours. She is yours. All you have to do is act. In <laughs> love The Torah made the kinyan. So you don't need edim. If a woman, a married woman, had relationships with another man and there were no witnesses present, she's still a surah. Why don't we say, where the edim? Because it's an automatic outcome. She had relationships with her, and automatically she becomes also. You don't have to do anything about it. That's the action. So with Yibum, you have relationships, and now she's your wife. It's kind of, kind of the opposite. where do you need Edim? Where there's human initiation. Kiddushin, get marriage and divorce, where it's... The, the whole thing is created from the will of the human being. I want to marry this woman, and, and then I do it. I want to divorce this woman, and I'll do it. Where it starts from the inner will of the human being, and then it's acted on, then you need kavana. then you need intention to act your will out. Otherwise, if there's no intention, there's no connection between your will and your action. Your action is just a, a rote, automatic action. It has no meaning. Same as with the mitzvah. You do the mitzvah, and there's no kavana. It doesn't relate to you. It's an action, but it's not your action. But here it doesn't have to be your action. And therefore we don't need Kavona, says the Avnei Nezer. This is not called a human Kinyan. It is a Kinyan, but it's a unique Kinyan. It's a Kinyan of the Ribbonish, says the Avnei Nezer. And again, that's not Hasidus and it's not kabbalah. That's in the Gemara. And Reb Chaim uh, Rabbi Chaim Soloveitchi goes further in clarifying the difference between the witnesses you need for a a, a a Gideon and Kiddushin and other witnesses. He says, for example, in the case of Znut, if a woman has been unfaithful and when it comes to Bayezidine and we need witnesses, that's the law every Sahadi el al-Shikri. Al-Shakri, the, the cre- witnesses were created to deal with liars somebody is a liar so you need witnesses that's why we need witnesses in matters of finance and we need witnesses on documents and you need witnesses for all these cases that's that's just to clarify the facts what actually happened this one says a and that one says b so we need witnesses to determine that's the role of witnesses but by getting the kiddush and they're part of the religious transaction they're part of the ritual Stadium. When it comes to a wedding, it's not witnesses. And these have major implications in the halachot of witnesses at a wedding compared to witnesses in a based in. There are differences. Because in the, at, the, at a wedding, the witnesses are not there to prove that a marriage happened. The witnesses are not there for later evidence if you need... The, without witnesses, it isn't a marriage. The witnesses are part of... You don't need a rabbi, but you do need, you do need witnesses and the witnesses have to be kosher witnesses and not related to one another. Uh, you, you do you do have to have witnesses to make the wedding valid. It's not to determine facts, it's to make the wedding valid. <laughs> In that case, by Yibum, says Reb Chaim, you don't need to make it valid. You don't need witnesses for it. It's made valid by Hashem. So once again, there's no role for witnesses. So there's a machluk, it's a achronim. It's not so clear that you don't need witnesses for Yibum and Halitza, and particularly Yibum, but the... Um, but certainly going along this line of the Avnei Nezer, that the anadachaim that the role of the witnesses here is such that you don't need them in a situation of Minashamayim heknulo that's that specifically here and that just introduces an idea with all these halachot it's true that yibum is a unique halacha uh, it's a unique kind of kinian It's a unique kind of relationship. It's different from anything else. But even from the unique things, there are principles w- which we must learn and apply. And what we're learning here is there are just two types of actions. I hear we're dealing with major halachic ramifications to the two types, but there are two types of actions. An action which I initiate from my own volition. I do it because I want to. Now let me do it according to, to halacha. Whether I'm putting on tefillin, Am I putting on tefillin because I want to be Mikhail Hashem, or am I just putting on tefillin? It's in every action I'm greeting you. Am I greeting you because I want to? Or am I greeting you because I have to? Uh, that's something one can one should always question with oneself. What am I doing this? Am I doing this because I want to, or am I doing this because I because I have to? I had a client recently who had. His life is in, in, in total turmoil, although he's a, a building a, an incredible business. Um, but his personal life is in turmoil. When we analyze it, we find because he has two very core values. The one is freedom and autonomy, and the other is responsibility. And those two values drive him crazy. So if I take on responsibility, I lose my freedom. Um, if I'm free, then I can't take on responsibility. He's been together with his girlfriend for, for decades, and he can't bring himself to... Marry her, because then I lose my freedom. But I'm responsible to her, so he's stuck with her. So he's stuck in something that isn't a marriage, going crazy. Until I showed him these two values and said to him, so all you've got to check is that your commitments are made from your choice, not because somebody else wants it. Because if the commitment comes because somebody else wants it, you'll never feel the freedom. And if you're just free, you'll never feel the responsibility. Create your own responsibilities. That's kiddushin. Why am I married to this woman? Because I chose her. That's why. Not because my parents told me I have to, or that's why the din is. You, could, you don't have to listen to your parents. You can't do it because your parents told you you have to. You married a woman because I chose to. All the things that you did. Why did you have a family and children? Because I chose to. Why are you keeping Shabbos? Because I chose to. Why do you come to, the, to learning Torah so early every morning? Because I choose. That's the one form of, of action that needs Kavon, it needs intentionality. And then the action connects to you and builds you and develops you and grows you. It is you. And then there's the other kind of thing where I'm an agent of the Rebo Enishalela. And it's interesting that in the, um, when it comes to panos which is the area we think we're so free in, and we did it ourselves, and we made all the choices. And Panos is the one thing where you kind of have to realize you're just the agent. The Shem has decided all. You've just got to act. Without the B'nai Israel going out to collect them on, they wouldn't have had them on. Even with Monday, they had to do something. So you have to go to your business, you have to go to your work, you have to do something. But it's, but the, and it's not self volition That one doesn't come so much from you. So we've got a little bit fixed why you, the responsibility of your marriage and your family, wait, I have to, I have all these responsibilities. You don't have to, you chose to. Your business, all right, that's me. Look at this business that I, no, it isn't you. All you did was you were acting out. The Ribboni Shlamb arranged all that. All you did was turn on the switches. And it's, it's so interesting how inverted our lives are and how important it is to straighten it out again and to realize when it is that we're building something from our own volition and when it is that we're simply agents of Hashem, initiating that which Hashem has set up and which Hashem will manage the outcomes for.